Hello again, everybody, and thank you for joining us on FBS Fireside. We have a great show planned for you today. This is your host, Jaworski Vance, and in the studio with me, I have an amazing couple that's been married for 20 years. They have four amazing children, wonderful, incredible kids, Tally Four, Destin, Natalia, and Sarah. And in the studio with me, I have uh, Tally Gaynor and his amazing, beautiful wife, Carla Gaynor. How y'all doing today, Gaynor? We're doing, We're doing wonderful. Great, great, great to be here. Awesome, man. So, so wonderful to have you here. As you both know, I just recently got engaged and we're getting ready for Valentine's Day. So I'm looking forward to hearing your three keys to keeping the fire hot for a long term relationship, because I want this marriage with my fiance to work. And I want our listeners to be able to benefit from 20 years or 20 years of great experience with each other. So, Tyler, will you do us the the honor and uh, pray for us, please? Without a doubt. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this space. We thank you for the opportunity to share um, with the body of Christ, with other believers, with other people, God, about uh, the greatness of the covenant that you created in the garden between a man and a woman. We pray to show edifies, uplifts, and encourage couples wherever they may be in the world, individuals or singles. Uh, let this be ministry to them. For us in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Hey, man, I, I need some advice. Y'all know I've, you know, I've been down this road a couple of times, so I'm looking forward to hearing. So, Tally, tell me, man, what what is the first key? What's the first key that you and Carla came up with to uh, promote, keep the fire hot in a long term relationship? Well, you know, Jay, I would just say, honestly, you know, I mean, to keep it real, me and Carla started dating at 15. And of course, when you when you young puppies, you know, you just, you, you're living in a world of, of lustful thinking, but the truth is we had to learn how to become friends, right? Friends uh, mm. that became lovers. And so mm. our marriage has had a chance over the last 20 years to evolve um, and experience all the different levels, all those L's, lust, love, uh, lover, all of that stuff. And so we're excited to say that the first step is to always be friends that are lovers. Mm. And not just lovers, but lovers willing to minister to one another. And marriage is a ministry and all ministering is, is being able to attend to the needs of another. So in the ministry of marriage, being able to attend to your husband or your wife's needs. Oh, man, that's incredible. That's great advice. I mean, it sounds like the friendship provides you with some empathy because, you know, friends, we we tend to know each other well. And I can I can see how that could help you really minister well to your mate. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jay, I mean, the truth is, is that that does that. That's very critical. I would just say that a lot of times um, bringing that to a conversation. Sometimes we try to rank boyfriend and girlfriend higher than friends. Like, and that, that well, I've learned that is not healthy. You need to understand that that relationship can't be considered a friendship. Um, you you may have some troubles down the road. Hmm. That's good. You know, Carla, for you, you know, in our situation, when do you think is the point when we actually really begin to embrace the friendship of our relationship? I would have to say um, several years into our uh, relationship, I embraced the friendship because I was caught up on the status of relationship and not really focusing on the friendship. And it wasn't until um, really right before we got married, um, we started dating at, at 15. 
but didn't get married until 22. And right when, before that time was when I really understood that, you know, I want my husband to be my friend because my friends are someone that I feel like I can be myself around. I can confide in. I can be comfortable with. I can be myself. My friends accept me for who I am. I can accept them for who they are. So when going into the marriage, I wanted, you know, my husband and I felt secure in knowing that my husband is my friend. And as our marriage continued to grow um, several years into the marriage, then it became so apparent and much more comfortable to say that, okay, I can really be myself because my husband is my friend and we can share, we can communicate and share with each other as friends. And that opens the door to being a lover and being able to minister to one another. Oh, that's great advice. It just kind of reminds me of how friends can stay on the phone and be together for long periods of time and really not get tired of each other. It's really hard to fall out with a friend because there's like a natural built in ministry uh, shared amongst friends. Thank you guys so much for that first tip. That's great advice. And I, I think it's a an amazing tip leading into our first song by uh, T.D. Jakes. It's a great song called You Are My Ministry. And thank you for joining us here on FBS Fireside for our Valentine's Day edition with the Gainers. And again, enjoy the song by T.D. Jakes. You Are My Ministry. And we'll be right back after this. You are my Back here on FBS Fireside with the Gainers, Tally Gain and Carla Gain are giving us 20 years of experience on how to keep the fire hot in a long term relationship with four kids 20 years later. Hey, guys, I know there have had to been some bumps in the road. So, Tally, tell us, man, what's what's uh, another tip that we can we can use to keep the fire hot? Well, you know, I think that's the key thing about it. Uh, You know, once you get inside of the friendship, there will be times in which you will uh, come into conflict, right? And the thing about it is learning how to fight fair in relationships. I mean, I know for me, uh, when I made mistakes that could have pretty much, you know, devastated our our marriage, uh, if it had not been for the principles of fighting fair and having the right support systems around you, uh, it would have been a lot challenging, a lot more challenging. So I do encourage uh, couples out there to learn how to fight fair and get the resources necessary to do that. Carl, what are some of the things that helped us along that journey to learn how to fight fair? Well, first of all, when you have disagreements, you know, we're human beings, we're people. So you're never going to always agree with what the other person says. There's always going to be something where you don't see eye to eye or you may not be on the same page and when we talk about fight fair it's not about fighting each other when you learn how to fight fair you learn how to fight what's really the problem you learn Mm -hmm. how to be back to back and fight together for what you believe in your marriage your relationship your peace the love that you share so fighting fair is more so dealing with fighting those obstacles that come up against you in your marriage than fighting each other. And when you're able to identify that we're not fighting each other, we're fighting the situation, then we can bind together as one and fight what we're facing. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. Facing the principles. We wrestle or not. We not we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness in high places, fighting against those principles instead of pointing the finger at each other. That's great advice. I know in relationships so often, you know, two people get close and that's the first thing we want to do. And that is um, point the finger, place some blame instead of operating in the grace that that God extends to us. But based on fighting for it, and that's a great tip for maintaining uh, a hot relationship in the long term. But what's what's another tip that we can use to actually fight for it, Tally? What can give us give the men some advice on what they can do when, you know, the furnace gets hot and the, and the temperatures start to flare? Uh, like anything else, uh, go take a walk, right? Take a cold shower. Uh, one of the revel- one of the re- revelations that God gave me um, and my wife took a couple two things. I'll tell you, uh, you have to recognize after a long day, you got to manage your discussion time, right? It, it, you know, mm. we decided after after about nine o'clock at night, after we both had a long day, we're mentally, emotionally exhausted, and our chances of fighting fair goes down tremendously when you're tired. You know, you watch those boxers, right? And you can tell when a boss is getting tired because he starts throwing low blows, you know, mm. hands up, right? And so we said, you know, we have to manage our deep discussions, things that we know are triggers. Well, I mean, we sometimes, our financial uh, meetings sometimes go a little late and we have to watch it, but we definitely try to manage uh, going late with our discussions, Um and then the other thing was that just like anything else, uh, I, I would say resources. You need the right resources around you. We, we got a chance throughout our marriage early on to attend several marriage conferences. And we were doing pretty good for a while. About every other year we was making it out as, you know, weekend to remember. And we was getting some valuable uh, tips from mentors and other families. And so, Carla, what else? What would you like to add to that? I agree with the um, the time when we're looking at the time after, and after a long day, not engaging into any deep discussion because um, you never want to go to bed angry with each other. And so when it's late and you're tired and you get into some deep discussion, then you have some unresolved mm-hmm. issues. So you don't want to um, to make that a habit of doing that. If it's something that can wait until um, an, uh, a more appropriate time when you're both fresh, level headed to communicate um, that important when it comes to fighting fair and um, another thing is when fighting fair you have to communicate good bad or ugly you got to communicate because mm-hmm. when one is holding it in um, you're just a ticking time bomb waiting to explode <laughs> so you have to you know communicate good bad and ugly just you know if it's coming from a place of wanting to be helpful and to get resolved in the relationship you pray and ask God for guidance and how to communicate it and you put it out there Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, me and my fiance, we just had a fight the other day and she wanted to just sweep it under the rug. And, and Tally, I didn't follow your suggestion. I didn't want to let it go. It was late. I should have let it go, you know, and we really did not do the best job of fighting fair and things got a lot hotter than they needed to. But I think what the advice that you've given us and the listeners is going to be great advice to help these relationships. And this next song is actually going to help us with the relationships, too, because it's a song that actually talks about fighting for you, fighting for somebody else other than yourself instead of fighting to be heard, fighting for your point to be made 
and being more considerate and fighting for the other person and that's what we need to do in all our relationships so enjoy this song it's a song called fight for you of course one of our favorites here on fbs fireside by molly music and we'll be right back after this i'll be your direction yeah i'll be your protector you know i ride i fight for you Man, I really love that song, man. It just it just gets me excited to uh, get back in the fight and just really extend love and compassion to uh, the people I care about. And and thank you, uh, Carla and Tally, for coming on the show, sharing all this wisdom, your 20 years of wisdom. But uh, tell us again, Tally, what is the what's the third foundation as we continue this discussion on three keys to keep the fire hot? What's the third key to maintaining a hot fire in a long-term relationship you know i mean i think in terms of what what i want to say is that put god first i mean to kind of get to it i mean if you say the best for last but i think the one thing about it is is that you have to keep your marriage in the context right of the kingdom right you have to keep your marriage in a garden Mm -hmm. perspective it started in the garden right it started with god it should end with god and that is where we take a, a, a triangular approach to loving one another. That this means that, you know, um, my wife and I both uh, turn our attention and love towards God. And in doing so, we always will find each other at some point in that journey. Uh, what how have you found? What about what do you think about that, Carla? Um, I do think that is um, very key and very important to keep God first. And as you said, the triangular approach where God is at the top of that triangle and we're the bottom points. And as we grow closer to God, um, our closeness you know, grows. We become closer to each mm-hmm. other. And I think that's important when it comes to keeping God first so that you're true to the covenant that you have with each other, but also that covenant with God. So um, they say a three strand cord is not easily broken. And so when you have the covenant relationship with God, and that's the foundation of your marriage, that is important um, to keep the marriage growing, to keep it hot, to keep you on fire for one another, because you're on fire for God and you're building that relationship Mm -hmm. with God. And that helps you, you know, continue to build that relationship with each other. And you begin to see your mate differently uh, when you're looking at them from a perspective of how God sees them. When you learn how to see your husband or wife the way God sees them and you're able to uh, grow closer to each other. Yeah. And Carl, I just wanted to say that, you know, for those out there listening, I mean, my heart, our heart is is that um, our journey has definitely been um, God ordained because there's some things that we have experienced in our marriage uh, that only God himself was able to bring us out of. Uh, For those out there listening, when I say the triangle, you know, it's like a three dimensional triangle. It's like almost God is the the satellite and we're to some, sometimes we're just two odd points on the map. And I would say there's a couple out there that maybe seem a little distant right now. The thing about that triangular approach is that uh, when you have that God at the center, I promise you, if you just keep seeking him and you locate him, you're able to locate each other. Even if you can't really see eye to eye at that moment, if you just stay focused on God, you'll find yourself getting closer and closer to, to each other as you get closer to him. Man, that's great advice. That sounds like a formula to really fall in love. Right. Because God is love. And the more we fall into him and into his word and into who he is, the better chance we have at finding each other. Man, that's great advice. Thank you all so much for doing that. 
thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to share with us that that great wisdom. I hope all of the listeners had an opportunity to really glean some love and hope, inspiration and helpful tips to add some longevity to their relationships. You guys have any closing thoughts? Well, I would just like to say I would like to thank my wife as always, um, the mother of four beautiful children um, for this giving me, um, you know, the time to to grow, you know, into a husband that she can love and care for. And I really appreciate her for um, this being that person, you know, truly who God ordained. Thank you, honey. You're welcome, honey. And I would also like to say I am um, thankful and thank you for being who you are and being the supportive husband that you have been um, to me um, on this journey. And thank you. Mm. It sounds like we need to get off the show and we're going to close and let you guys go and finish up your thanks to each other and we're going to close <laughs> with a song. <laughs> now, hey, we, no. want to def- we, we definitely want to just remind couples out there that it's okay mm. to affirm one another. I think that's the key. Uh, it doesn't take a big audience. Uh, that simple gesture of love uh, it sets the it sets the fire and gets the fire going. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the fire is still hot in the game's house. And we are so happy to hear that. And thank you guys for sharing tips with us about how we can have our fire hot 20 years later. You guys have been married for 20 years. Congratulations. Thank you so much for representing God's kingdom and his most esteemed institution in such a great way. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on this call. Um, Tally, if you don't mind, if you could pr- close us out in prayer before we go into this last song, I'd really appreciate it. No problem. Well, Father God, I just thank you for right now. Thank you for this time. I thank you that uh, all things you've ordained for purpose and productivity and relationships. We think I thank you for my wife and I pray mm-hmm. for couples and individuals to God that are that are just going on this journey to God and they're seeking to be. Uh, closer to you first and then uh, believing you for who you may have for them in their lives. And so, God, we thank you for this time for in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks again for everybody who tuned into the call today. And we're going to close with a song called Her by Isaac Cari. And we look forward to seeing you back here on FBS Fireside next week. Have a great day. And we love you. Holy Ghost. I'm so grateful, God, you know you did the most When you created her for me, Lord, you know 